Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Brownstone with Jara Monique. I'm your host, Jara, and this is the show where we explore how people experience and engage with different aspects of life from their varied perspectives, all while sharing some laughs, some gags, and some advice. On today's episode, I'm kicking it solo. Okay, I'm done. It's... (laughs) It's another solo episode, and this week I will be discussing my thoughts on surrender or what it means to surrender. And so, hello, 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 you beautiful, beautiful, lovely people. Thank you so much for tuning into this show, for tuning into this episode. Um, Thank you for all return listeners, anyone who has subscribed and uh, downloads the episodes regularly. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Like you don't even know. And also thank you so much to any new listeners and people who may have just discovered the show. Um, I don't know what sort of cosmic coincidence or ordinance brought you here, but I am grateful for it. And thank you. Um, this is a super fun show in my opinion. (laughs) I think I can say that it's my show. Um, And as I described in my intro, it generally features like various perspectives, not just my own, but these solo episodes really do kind of center and focus on my own perspective. And it's a nice way for me to, you know, get a little more intimate with you all and also just explore things that have been on my mind. And most of the time, things that I myself am sort of working through and trying to figure out what does this actually mean and what does this, you know, look like um, for me? Because I find that, you know, that changes all the time, just as we change. But um, aside from my little spiel, I do want to just do some housekeeping and uh, just remind everyone to please rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever it is that you listen to your podcast, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Ghana, um, iHeartRadio, all these different platforms. We're on all of them. (laughs) And yeah, if you can just leave a five-star review, that would be absolutely wonderful as it helps with the algorithms. Um, You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is Jara Monique. And uh, you can listen to the audio for the podcast on there. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Brownstone Podcast. And yeah, check out the posts that we have there and interact with them. I like to pause, pause it. I like to pause it or post. I don't know why I'm trying to be fancy. I like to post questions uh, along with the week's episodes. Um, and it's a fun time. And of course, you know, my goal is to really just um, create community here with all of you and hold space for, you know, one another and share. So if you have something to share, especially in regards to the episode, um, please feel free to do that, um, on Instagram. And yeah, that's kind of just it for that. And also, um, if you are, a first-time listener. Um, solo episodes tend to run a bit different. They don't necessarily follow the same structure and paradigm as a typical episode, which features a guest and has the show broken into three segments. And so um, please listen to this episode because I hope you know there's something here for you. But also feel free to check out um, 
previous episodes and go back through the canon and the catalog of this podcast. And all the episodes are wonderful and incredibly special um, to me (laughs) because they feature a friend and feature really, I don't know, just like honest conversations that um, has been a really like a great joy of mine to have had and shared in with so many people, especially so many people that I love. So please just check out, you know, episodes like The Glorious Hum with Naomi, which covers, you know, and discusses grief. Um, Also check out just like magic with La Bruja Barbie and Jasmine, where we talk about tarot. Um, you can also check out What About Your Friends, my very first episode with my best friends, Nancy and Nicole. Also, please feel free to check out um, any and all episodes. But yeah, I'm all right. I'm done plugging the podcast, but I appreciate all of you truly. Thank you. And with that being said, let's dive into this episode. All right. So Surrender which has been on my mind. I feel like it's been plaguing me, following me in on Twitter, on Instagram, <laughs> in my dreams. Like I've really been trying to figure out and understand um, seemingly basic word and premise um, such as surrender and like what it means and how does one do it, right? So I feel like, you know, to start with a definition and like an official definition, um, official according to Google, um, to surrender is a verb, right? It's an action meaning to cease resistance and traditionally to cease resistance to like an enemy or an opponent, right? To, or some sort of authority. So you essentially give in or give yourself up to this thing or other person. But if I'm talking about surrender, like I'm not trying to give myself up to some sort of enemy or person. Like I'm just trying to surrender, um, I guess, essentially to myself and surrender to my feelings, which um, isn't a person or being at all, right? It's just something, emotions that I feel. And and why should one surrender to them, right? Like, what does that mean? Um, an additional definition from Ms. Merriam-Webster is to surrender again, is to give oneself up into the power of another, right? To yield. And if you have, you know, listened to any of the previous episodes, for instance, um, episode titled, These Are My Reflections, part three, where I discussed vulnerability and what it means to be vulnerable and, you know, my own struggles with being vulnerable. And um, also the episode titled Love Remains, where I try to wrap my mind around what it means to release and what it means to let go. Um, You would know that like yielding is not something I typically do. (laughs) And um, I don't know whether it's the connotation for me of yielding, whether I'm associating that with some sort of perceived weakness. Um, Perhaps I am, and that's probably where I'm going wrong. Um, And to surrender as well, like if I think about it, right, to give in, it almost does feel like, right, like you're what? Like you're accepting defeat, like something has managed to overpower you and 
you are in turn the weaker party. And it's like, in terms of like this life, right? Like I'm not in a war. I'm, you know, fortunate enough to live in a place where I'm essentially not at war, right? I'm not fearing for my life in regards to battle. Like, yes, there are circumstances outside of me that make life difficult, you know, for instance, like COVID and racism, but um, for all intents and purposes, right? Like I am not waging war unless it's an internal one, right? So in my outside physical world, like things are actually fine. Like, of course, fine is relative, but things are fine. But where I struggle is, right, that internal battle of, am I going to give in? And what am I giving into? What am I yielding? What am I, you know, giving myself up to? And it's not necessarily a person, but I struggle with surrender, like, particularly around feelings, right? So one could be saying, Jara, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) How can you surrender to your feelings? But let's say for instance, right? Like you are feeling sad or I'm feeling sad in regards to a particular situation or just sad in general, right? Because feelings can be fleeting. Their emotions, they sometimes come and go in cycles and waves and no one is one thing all the time. But as an example, let's say like I'm sad and I'm sad over a particular situation. I didn't get the job that I wanted. Now I, in my sort of like analytical view, I like to analyze everything. Like I'm constantly looking at and dissecting everything in my mind, like all the time. And it comes to a certain point where like, that can be helpful in uncovering things, right? Finding the root of things. But sometimes it's actually more detrimental because you're just not allowing yourself to feel the thing. And sometimes that's really all that's necessary. So for the example that I was given or or giving and got a little sidetracked, let's just say that I'm sad. Now I would typically be like, oh, is this sadness that I'm feeling? (laughs) Like I would want to analyze it, right? Oh, what does this sadness feel like? Why does it feel that way? Is it based around anything? Did something happen in particular? Now I'm looking, did something happen today? Did something happen in the last week? Did something happen in the last month that could be triggering this feeling for you? Okay. Um, If you can identify the event or the circumstance or whatever that created this feeling of sadness, um, why? Why is it making you sad? What about it? And is it triggering you? Is it maybe reminding you of something else, maybe from your past that caused you sadness and that's why you're reliving? So like, that's kind of where my mind goes, like just analyzing the the what, the why, the when, the where, and the how of the feeling. I can understand, I guess in my mind, if I can understand what's causing the sadness, then like I can avoid it in the future and I can guard myself against it, right? So it becomes this protective measure. How can I stop myself from feeling sad again? And, you know, if you're listening to this, you would know that that's 
impossible and unrealistic. And it's like, girl, you're going to feel sad sometimes. Like that's a part of life. Like, and it's okay. But for some reason in my mind, I'm like, no, I don't like it. Not into this. Don't want to do it again. So what do we need to do to identify what's making us sad? And how do we never experience this again? Because it fucking sucks. (laughs) And that is my life in a nutshell. Thank you. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of like the analytical um, process that I undertake in regards to my feelings. And I'm just using, you know, sadness as just one, but I'll do that with like anger. I'll do that with disappointment. I'll do that with frustration. Like I'll do that with all of the um, not so good feelings. Like I'm really sometimes not sitting there going, why am I happy? What's making me happy? Let's do more of this. I mean, maybe I am. I'm probably, I probably am actually. Um, And that's sometimes when I go overboard and doing certain things because they make me happy. And then it just becomes like obsession. So it's, it's always about balance. Right. Um, But what I have been trying to work through in regards to surrender, because I kept seeing it like, like I mentioned, like on Twitter, on my feeds, like just around me all the time, just saying surrender, surrender to what you feel, surrender to the unknown, surrender to the divine. And I'm just like, how am I supposed to do that? Like for me, I'm like, I've done my part, right? Like I'm doing the work. I'm acknowledging that I feel these things. Isn't that enough? Like, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Like acknowledge it and figure out the root cause of it. And then it's supposed to like dissipate, right? It's supposed to go away. And what I'm learning is like, no, like obviously feelings don't work in a sort of rational way because they are irrational. Like sometimes our feelings are caused by very specific events and moments, but other times they're not. And just in the example I gave, a lot of times it's a trigger of something that happened a long time ago, you know, and Sometimes it's just a simple, minute annoyance and it passes like in a blip and you don't think about it again. I think um, understanding that like I cannot control my feelings. I can control my reaction to set feelings, right? Like I can be angry and that doesn't mean that I get to yell and scream at folks, right? That just means that I have to find a way to acknowledge that I'm angry and process it, right? So I get caught in the process a lot. And I don't know if any of you get caught in it as well. If you do, hello, welcome. I feel your pain. Um, But in surrender, I'm starting to learn that sometimes you just have to give in to the feeling. Like you just have to sit with it and, you know, not sit with it forever, not sit with it, you know, for an interminable amount of time. Like I don't want to be sad forever, but I did have to acknowledge that, yes, I was feeling sad over a particular situation and it wasn't going away because I had rationalized it or analyzed it or even just acknowledged it in my mind. I had to sort of give into it. Like, this is what I'm feeling right now. And that's okay. This is what I'm feeling right now. And that is okay. I don't need permission from anyone or anybody, you know, other than myself, probably not even from myself to feel what I'm feeling. It's okay if I'm sad today and I'm sad tomorrow about this thing. But when I try to sort of get rid of it, 
you know, like acknowledge it and then make it pass. That's kind of when it does this thing where I feel like it intensifies the feeling. And um, of course you obviously don't mean to do that, but I think that's what ends up happening anyway, because you've added in that control element to something that you cannot control, right? I can control my actions, but I can't necessarily control my feelings. So if I'm trying to control my feelings, what are they going to do? They're almost like almost going to fight back. And then it almost, again, yeah, becomes this internalized battle. Like they're fighting back, but like, oh, you don't want to feel sad? Guess what? Here's some more sad thoughts. Here's some more sad thoughts. <laughs> and you know what? Like, all right, mind, you got this one because I realized I got to fucking tap out. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to win this one. Like, I am not going to win this one. It's- especially not with my fucking subconscious, that shit got like, shit, I can't even remember in it. Like, of course, like all that coming to the forefront in my mind, because I'm fighting something that I can simply just give into. And um, yeah, it's, is wild. Like, I don't know if this seems like just common sense to you all, but this is like very eye opening for me. (laughs) Like I was like, oh, okay. And I remember like, I, I was writing to my therapist about it, like literally like asking for tools, like, Hey, can you help me detach? Like, how do I detach? Because I feel too close to this thing that's still, um, affecting me. And I, I want it to not affect me anymore. I just want to be able to let go. Right. I want to be able to release, like I had spoken about on my love remains episode and, you know, shout out to my therapist. She was just like, uh, girl, (laughs) Hey, I appreciate you. I see you doing the work, but there is no tool really that's going to help you move past what you need to go through. Like, you know, essentially, like she was just saying, like, you can't go around this. You can't do the shortcut. You can't take the side route. Like you have to go through. There's no way but through. And going through sometimes can be challenging and difficult because it makes you face all these things that maybe you don't want to face or feel all these things that you don't particularly want to feel because they're not all good. But it's necessary. It's a part of the process and it's a part of the healing process, really. And um, when she kind of said that and put that to me, and even though I had told myself that and I've said those same words and phrases on this podcast before, it sometimes takes someone else reiterating something to you for it to really click in a way that you need to hear it. And so, you know, she said that, like, there's no way around grief, you know, you just have to feel it and you have to move through it as the feelings come to you. And there's no real time, there's no time limit, there's no there's nothing really other than to just feel it. And for someone like me who can struggle with letting go of control and the notion of control, right? Not having like an answer is like upsetting. It's like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? To tell me like, okay, it's been three months. Like I'm, I'm not over it. Why am I not over it? help me get over it. Like, (laughs) she's just like, girl, you're not going to get over it until you just go through it. So just keep, you know, sort of doing what you're doing. And 
I had responded to her and I, you know, I'd written to her because I do utilize Talkspace and I'm able to message my therapist. And I had written in response to her, I had said, perhaps it's just surrendering to the feeling without trying to fix or eliminate it that I need to keep working on. And that kind of when it clicked for me about what it means to surrender, like just feel what you need to feel, feel what you're feeling and stop trying to eliminate it or fix it because there's essentially nothing wrong. This is a part of the process. This is a part of healing. In my particular case and instance is like, you got to go through it as I keep repeating. And I realize that I just have to sit with these uncomfortable feelings and stop trying to rationalize them away and stop trying to fix them and, you know, work them all the time. Sometimes they just need to be felt. And I feel like if, if I had done that perhaps earlier, I may have moved through the process a little quicker because I wouldn't have been fighting it so hard. Like I was countering it, like any bit of sort of healing work that I was doing in my own life, like I was countering it anytime these difficult feelings came up by trying to eliminate them or or fix them. Like, okay, feeling sad, that means I better go do X, Y, and Z. Um, I better go message the person. I better go do this. And it's like, girl, just be sometimes. Like just be and just let it pass naturally. Let it pass organically. Um, and sort of, so that is like where I have arrived and it's crazy that I, um, had started talking about surrender in regards to, by saying, you know, I'm not fighting a battle, but I realized like it, it is, it it really is a battle that you're fighting and, and you're fighting it with yourself. And it's like, why cause yourself more harm than is necessary? Why cause yourself harm at all if you can, you know, avoid it? Sometimes it's unavoidable, but I think most times it it is avoidable. Um, but, you know, again, lessons. We all learn things as and when and how we should and need to. And I'm grateful that I am learning this lesson and I'm learning it with like a lot of grace and a lot of compassion, honestly, for myself and for others, a lot more compassion than I would have had in the past, you know, a year ago would not have had the same reaction. (laughs) Now, after, you know, doing all of this, I'm just like, wow, okay, this isn't a signifier of who you are or your worth or your value. It's just a part of the process. And you know, sometimes the process is you're sad and that's okay. You love someone who hurt you and that's okay. <laughs> you want someone that hurt you and like, that's okay. Um, as long as you are not hurting yourself by repeating certain harmful pat- patterns and behaviors, that's when, you know, it gets super tricky, but the feeling in and of itself isn't bad. It's really the reaction to the feeling that we kind of have to look out for. And I'm saying that to myself, like, and how I react to this is really going to show me 
sort of where I'm at in regards to my healing process. And hopefully, you know, a healthy, balanced way is where I will react in the future. But for right now, your girl is still processing and still learning how to surrender and how to surrender with grace and how to surrender and not see it as a weakness. Like, I don't know what what astrological influence, what childhood influence, what societal influence has um, sort of put into me that vulnerability or, you know, giving into something is a weakness because it's actually like a huge strength. Like it takes so much strength. It takes so much gut. It takes so much, excuse my language, like balls to (laughs) be vulnerable, like, and to surrender and to show up and just be like, yo, this is what I'm feeling. And it's okay without having to excuse it away or like, you know, like I said, give permission to it. Like, wow. Like how powerful is that? Like, and for folks that who do this sort of seamlessly or just organically through second nature, like shout out to y'all because wow, that is a superpower. Um, Where I do though want to be cautious is in this surrendering I do obviously want to give in to whatever it is that I'm feeling when I'm feeling it, but I don't want to sort of stew in the feelings, stew in the memories for an excessive amount of time, right? I don't want to get obsessive about it. So I think maintaining and finding a balanced way of doing this is kind of like key. Now, what that balanced way looks like I don't know as of yet. And perhaps you all have some idea of how to surrender in a way that is balanced and healthy and doesn't become sort of, you know, too attached or obsessed or just stuck. Um, Like a way to do it where you don't feel stuck. So, I mean... That is interesting now that I'm thinking about it. Um, And I'm not sure that I have an answer, which is also okay. It's always okay to not have answers. Um, But yeah, I think it'll naturally sort of organically happen. You'll move through when you, you know, just sort of gracefully surrender to whatever it is that you're feeling in the moment. Um, and I think you remain stuck simply when you, when you're fighting against it or when you're trying to fix or eliminate it. And that can be for other folks as well. Like, you know, if someone tells you how they're feeling, and I know that I sometimes have a tendency to do this, like I want to step in and fix it. Oh, you're feeling sad. Don't feel sad. It'll be okay. Don't worry you know, things will turn out all right. Don't feel sad. You got this. And it's like, yes, essentially we all got this. That's great. But it's okay to also just be in the moment and just be like, man, I'm sorry you feel this way. Is there anything I can do to support you? 
you know, how can I hold space for you? If you just want to talk about it, like I'm here. Right. So I think that also too helps folks sort of move through. I have this thing sometimes where like, I don't want to burden anybody with what I perceive to be my problems. And I know that's like not true. Like I know that the people in my life want to help support me and hold space for me because they they do it all the time. Um, and because if the roles were reversed, I wouldn't want them to feel as if they were burdening me with, you know, just wanting to share how they were feeling and doing. And so that has also been a lesson and just being like, rely on your tribe, rely on your community. Like, of course, don't bombard folks with, you know, your pain and trauma, like check in and see how they're doing. And if, if they can hold space for you in that moment, and if they can, you know, share, share what you're going through. Cause I feel like if you keep it just confined to you, that also like can keep you stuck because it's not going anywhere. You're not like getting it out. You know, you're not, you know, I don't know sort of acknowledging it. Like it doesn't have to be verbalized. Sometimes I I feel like journaling is just super, super helpful in articulating these things, Um, especially my feelings. I do that. I journal all the time. Um, But I'm learning that like sharing these things as well, like with my soul tribe, with my community, you know, with my friends is part of the healing process as well. And you have to get there. You have to get to that point. Sometimes things are so tender and they're so precious to you that you like, you're just not in the space to share them. Um, and sometimes you don't want the outside world sort of getting into it, getting their hands on it, or excuse me, I just um, hit the microphone or like getting their hands on it or getting their like energy on it. And you're like, no, no, no. Like I need this to be like, what it was, this like how or how it exists in my memory, right? Because a lot of times our memory just like will have us fucked up by like making us either like super nostalgic or like um like depressed over over the past or or things that you know no longer are. Um but yeah I'm I'm finding I'm finding that I'm getting to the space where like I want to um sort of share and take the 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 kid gloves off so to speak of my feelings and just be like okay this is everything that I've been sitting with the last couple of months and this is how I'm feeling about it right now and I know that this may change but this is where I'm at right now and like that's okay you know like it's okay people really aren't judging us as much as we're like judging ourselves. And if they are like, you know, F them. (laughs) But I really don't think folks are judging us really as much as we may perceive them to be. And I feel like, especially, you know, your friend, your friends, your family, you know, your partners, your loved ones, they want to, they want to support you when and how they can. So, you know, let them, let them. And yeah, I mean, at this point, y'all, I'm probably starting to talk in circles. Um, but yeah, but these are, you know, my thoughts, my feelings, my perspective on surrender, what it means, um, how one can do it, and yeah, how it can help 
move the sort of healing process along or just help you process your feelings, you know, in a healthy way so that you can, you know, keep it, keep it moving, keep it pushing, keep growing and, you know, evolving. And so, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Please let me know what you think. Um, excuse my rambling, but yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know if you think that I got it or like I'm way off or what surrender really means to you. And of course you can message and comment on the IG at the Brownstone podcast. You can send an email to the Brownstone podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, I'm so grateful for you all. So appreciative. Thank you so much for listening to The Brownstone with Jara Monique. I love you all. Hope you have an amazing week. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye.